Welcome, darlings, to the post show. Today we are going to go over episodes 51, 52, and 53. So if you will open your textbooks to... <laughs> <laughs> Why do you sound oh, like somebody from Harry Potter that shouldn't be in Harry Potter? Snape. Oh, Snape. let me restart. Snape. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, teacher, the dog ate my book. Okay. Well, I was thinking my monster book ate my other books. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me, a dragon came in here. <laughs> okay. Guys, guys, okay. One Had of the Hagrid. kids' hair is fringed with fire. <laughs> look, look, darlings. I am Elsie, your host. Yes. Oh Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I was going to say something, but I didn't because you were talking. Aww. Everybody pause. I was gonna say Would it you like to go first to my hand I have? Evan. To my pinky. Becky. Uh, to my thumb. Zeb. To my left thumb. Abby. And to my ear. Dave. <laughs> and that is everybody here today. So... That's um, who's here all the time. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Um, it makes so much more sense now. <laughs> you guys baffle me sometimes, <laughs> thinking I'm actually here. Evan, you were going to say something. Oh, though. yeah. How can I help you? Oh, it was just related to the dragon comment. I was going to say that it wasn't a dragon. It was a blast-ended screw. Yes. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm going home. I, I have a, no, 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 stay. I have a question for you, Roscoe. Uh oh. Let me read it so that I know what it is. <laughs> Let me look at my script. She has to listen. For question number one, please answer correctly. <sighs> the answer is why, B. Why was Roscoe more mad at everyone? <laughs> Why was Roscoe more mad at everyone behind him and not the creature in front of him? Please answer correctly. A, B, or C? 22. Can you? I will not reiterate the question. Can you use that question in a sentence? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember. Was that the first? So when the creature was a... Uh, oh, why was I ma more mad at everyone behind me? Because I got freaking shot in the back and almost <laughs> died. Uh-huh. Why were you mad at me, bro? <laughs> this was a group effort. <gasps> it was all unintentional, but you all inflicted the pain. I did not. He was frustrated at the situation. <laughs> it's, it's a situational frustration. <laughs> and then the creature and ran then you away just was like, you know, out of all creature. of this, you're the only one that hasn't hurt me today. And I'm still trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that what was what was. Would you use that in a sentence, please? <laughs> <laughs> Are you speaking Dragon Barn? <laughs> Is that how they speak? <laughs> <laughs> Just all. <laughs> that is a very boudreaux thing to do. So I'm going to say yes. Okay, guys, <laughs> I'm trying here. Okay, so. You were mad at the situation, like, for reals? Or, like, what was going on in, inside that head of yours? About uh, as much as what goes inside of yours. I mean, <laughs> I think, honestly, <laughs> like, as uh, for, or we, for, I mean, Evan wasn't frustrated. Evan mm -hmm. was frustrated because he was dying. <laughs> but Roscoe, I think, was just more frustrated about the fact that he's, like, you know, trying to do his job and 
people don't know how to aim. Okay, I I I'm following you now. That's what it was like. I wasn't I wasn't frustrated that like you know anybody for any particular reason. I was just frustrated. I'm like, this is what I get for being one of the front guys. Is I get shot in the back by my own guys. <laughs> oh, What's good. this about? <laughs> All right, now uh, Becky's officially mad at Roscoe, not at Evan, but at Roscoe for the whole comment. I was just trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I didn't do any shooting. I pulled them out. Which also hurt You're four welcome. times. You're welcome. <laughs> the second time you did ask for it. I did ask for it the second time. You're just a glutton for pain. It's fine. Oh, beautiful. In my defense, I was there when you said everybody in the back, I only healed you. You're so. right. You're right. I guess we're just all like I said, hairs there was here. no direct <laughs> anger towards anybody in particular. Well, I flat out lit you on fire <laughs> <laughs> and admitted it. <laughs> so and see, he sorry. owned up to his mistake. So you know, I can't be mad that at Fenny no for that. That was mistake on my part. You guys are just these sense. And really, that wasn't even <laughs> Fenny's mistake. He no, didn't pull the trigger. You didn't roll the percentage die. Yeah, that was oh, anything. It's Dave's fault. Dave. I'm in front of him. I'm not behind him. <laughs> You're behind everything. He's everywhere. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, so next then question. why did you decide to continue after the creature? Well, did you go ahead? Because I was, I didn't know how far the cave was, and I didn't know what else was down there, and I didn't want to fall asleep with a wire creature in the cave that could come and eat my face. And then we just invited it to dinner. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did. You're both on shife. You answered incorrectly. <laughs> okay. You all the way can link it. Goodbye. Can no, I get the correct kidding. answer, please? Um, it was 42. Love. <laughs> C. <laughs> it was letter C. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, I have no idea what's going on. This post show's going to oh, be wild. How <laughs> um, Roscoe, Fenrir, and Henley, my goodness, um, feel about the spiders. Specifically, who was there first? So, Fenrir. And Roscoe. And Roscoe. Yeah, I mean. What was your initial thoughts? Like, those are gigantic spiders. I don't know. Boudreaux size spiders. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were definitely, like, for Fenrir, it was, he wasn't necessarily scared. I guess he had read about them and. He had read about him before, and he, I guess, wasn't expecting to see them there. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't, like, taken aback. I mean, we're in a big, dark cave that there's got to be some other creatures in here other than, you know, this big bear creature. Makes sense. What about you, Roscoe? Um, I mean... Evan, they're bigger than you are. Everything's bigger than me. Yeah, because, like, you didn't pay much mind to them. You were just like, eh, yeah. Well, so I was like, you know. That's what happens when grass is taller than you are. <laughs> words and things. Um, I don't know. I think at my point, in, at that point in time, Roscoe was less concerned about the spider and more like. The morality of the situation. Yeah, the whole yeah. situation in general. It's like, okay, great spiders. Oh, look, there's a dragonborn creature down there, which I couldn't at that point tell, you know, if it was a child or what was happening or this or that. You know, I was just going off of what I knew. So Roscoe was overwhelmed, I guess, and he was trying to decide. He could see the spiders were closing, in his, and so in the heat of the moment, he was trying to decide what to do. And so there wasn't the fact that there were spiders there. 
It's like, yeah, spiders. I've defeated, you know, me. giant bugs. It's, you know, if no they different. asked me to tap dance, I would just teeter tot away. <laughs> okay, moving So on. It, it was like, I mean, the spiders themselves were inconsequential to the situation at hand. I see. Yeah. Does that make sense? That I will sense? also say on that, like, from Fenris' standpoint of seeing them there, it was like, he's not going to risk, like, the lives of the party members to go down and save him. Like, it's a were-creature who's, you know, at that point in the story, mm-hmm. didn't realize that he had that freedom to change. Thought he was just a vicious creature. But, yeah. like, it was like, yeah, we're going to kill him. He's going to die either way, so... Yeah. We'll, and we'll just, we'll get out of here so the spiders don't necessarily attack us. Yeah. I I was with you on that, personally. I was like, yeah, just bye. <laughs> <laughs> but well, um, Abby? yeah. Uh, I think Hanley would have preferred to just like leave them be because they're not harming anybody. Like, and there was a sixty foot or however steep that ledge was. It would have been extremely difficult for them, I think, to climb that. I don't know you know statistical lies but like you know spiders that climb on walls you know like they're the size of Fudra. what are you talking about <laughs> how high is that 60 feet no <laughs> that moment they're jumping all spiders i'm saying and just like, is oh! <laughs> as a ranger henley was thinking oh they're in their natural habitat we shouldn't disturb them and they start you know like <laughs> explosions yeah Valid. i liked it Dude, I couldn't. If I was in there, I really wanted to co- use a uh, speak with animals on them, see mm. if they would come with us to the caves. Oh yeah, to, to the place with us. I was like, I don't think that would have happened. Attack! I, was, <laughs> I really wanted to. I got I was, some delicious food for you. <laughs> nice, warm, and live. <laughs> lum, 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 lum. Can I tame one of them and ride them into battle? <laughs> Yeehaw! Call back to uh, uh, let's I see Winter Cars turns into a spider and Thorin rides him. There's more yes. wolf Classic. than him, but I think we did it well, you once. You did a spider once. once. Or twice as a spider Guys, nobody it. knows oh, yeah, what you're talking know. about. In um, campaign too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. No, I thought that was really cool, and I think it's a good image to think that they could have been our friends. Um, okay. Spiders are friends, not food. <laughs> Dead creatures. <laughs> oh my gosh. Not um, pets. Squishels. Here we go. Pet. So oh. Fenrir, how would you have reacted? If you had rolled so that you were scared of the spiders. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, so at that point, I probably would have... He would have used Shatter Faster? (laughs) Would you have a a crab walk? (laughs) 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 Away. No, I think at that point when when the dice was kind of... I was thinking about rolling the dice. It was like, if I'm afraid of them, he's going to run out of there. Mm-hmm. A big just, old nope. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it was a big old like no way, not doing that. And that would have changed everything. Hey, mm. that guy's dead, and <laughs> would have just walked out like there's like yeah. And like what the crap, David Vora's daughter. No, I'm no, so excited about that. Yeah. But not yet. Go back. I'm going. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> 
Oh, no. I mean, I guess he could, though, because we found out. I'm so sorry. We're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on. I'm the teacher, and we're moving on. Okay. <laughs> um, teacher, I had to go potty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> okay. Pass is out right now. You can't go. Teacher, what's two plus two? So, Six. DM Dave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what would you have done if we didn't kill the spiders? They would have killed you. No, they would have eaten. What did I name her? Emery. Emery. <laughs> what was her name? Emery is only a memory. <laughs> uh, uh, they would uh, have beaten her. And that would have been it? And that would have been it. We should have done that. <laughs> like, um, that would have been. I, I was a little nervous about it because like, I was trying to drop hints of like, oh, it, she's running away. You guys are close. She's in striking distance of Roscoe. He's injured. She runs away. Mm-hmm. But you guys kept going. And I was like, which I kind of expected you guys to continue going. It was just the little hints of like she's obviously not engaging, mm-hmm. which is strange from everything that you guys have heard. Yeah. So that's, that's why true. I played it that way. Because it is different. There's a specific reason why she's able to do what she does. Yeah. But that's a... What is it? That's a future thing. <laughs> that would have never crossed my is mind. Is she still going to be my friend? If she stays the way she is, yeah. She better stay the way she is, David. <laughs> I want to make a friend. <laughs> so that's yeah. Swindell over here. <laughs> You've yeah, Swindell, got a got friend Willow. in me. <laughs> got, yeah, you're pretty much the only one that doesn't have like a friend. Yeah. Because Fenrir <laughs> has the wizard. Kendall. Kendall. Roscoe has Swindell. And your cars, you could kind of say too. <coughs> Willow! I got Boudreaux more friends than you. Boudreaux has everybody. Don't joke. Willow, <laughs> Stumpy. Don- donkey. Donkey. Well, you have your horse if you want to count that too. Ferdinand, Ferdinand is family. She's not a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then Henry's got your links. Yeah. So it's pretty much, yeah. And I can't talk to Ferdinand. No, she has that one can. guy that was like, oh, that's oh true. you have your dad. She has her dad, but that's not... We were talking about... Yeah, uh, the one who set up the... Oh, what again, was his name? The family. Thing. Yeah. Brighton. Fist. Yeah, Brighton. Yeah, Brighton. 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 He's more like a boyfriend. Sorry. <laughs> 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 that, that was weird, remember? Uh, no, he, he's more like a professional acquaintance. Okay. What? Okay. What, what is... I have a slip. Garatha's... Definition of friend. <laughs> yeah, let's let's explain. She doesn't have friends. That's the thing. Define friend. She doesn't even think Lila's a friend. No, no, literally. Like she doesn't. So she's such an outcast and was treated so poorly by both parents' social circles, mm-hmm. I guess, or you know the people that she associated with her entire life. That she's always skeptical of everybody. She's so skeptical of even Lila, and they can't keep secrets from each other. Mm. In case y'all want to know, there's a DJ. And that's why they always argue. (laughs) So then, um, what would have happened? Because Roscoe wanted to kill her to Mm -hmm. save her either way. Um, Well, for save her from the pain. So what would have happened if he, like, hit her? And let's say she died and then left. Would the spiders have come after us next? I don't think so. I think they would have taken care of what they had. Because... I think it would have kind of lasted him quite a while. 
So even sleeping through the night, nothing. I don't really. So I it's didn't a lot see of them. spiders. Though. It was a lot of spiders, but I don't really see them going after you guys. Okay. Well, that's good to know, guys. We could have. We didn't have to. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> could have kidding. left it. Then fine. Um. Okay, Abby, you had a question about uh, <laughs> getting back. Forrest to is yeah, Emery's dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, that was like a. Oh my god. <laughs> That's, that's why he was helping Willow. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was like, ah. Yeah. So cool. And unfortunate, because now he's <laughs> a were beast. And he doesn't even know his wife is dead. No. Oh, that is very sad. Anyway, so episode 52. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, okay. It's just a were creature. <laughs> In episode oh. 52. Yeah. Okay. Elsie's heartless. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Um, what were all the thoughts when the were creature slash child cries for peace and waves a white flag? Help like, me. Don't hurt me. Don't yeah. hurt me. Well, Henley immediately was like, stop. Like, don't hurt them. They can talk, you know, because we've. Whenever, just Henley assumed they couldn't talk anymore because they were no longer there. They were animalistic. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of shocking. I'll give you that. Shocker, it shocker. also helped that they were young. It was interesting to see, like going back a little bit about Roscoe and Fenner just wanting to put its misery out. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's just kill the thing, put it out. Even when it was a defenseless creature, yeah, yeah. So that that kind of surprised me a little bit. But about that, but I mean, so Roscoe's not a heartless person. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> he is a full-on, full of heart person. And, he was and, trying and to put so, it out of the misery. Yeah. So that decision. I mean, I mean, at that point in time, Roscoe is going off of the facts in front of him. Right. Very clearly aware creature. Great. It turned for some weird reason back into a person, but it's going to inevitably turn back and lose control. And nobody should have to live with that. Mm. Yeah. You know, so that that's more, it's like. Came from a mercy. Yeah. I just didn't. Well, and the spiders were converging and stuff like that. And he specifically I mean, but said, even he's like, I. Yeah. Even, <laughs> a- even <laughs> after the spiders, though, you know, Fenrir and I were down there and we were kind of looking at each other and. Like, my blade was heated and ready to just go whack. But, um, you know, obviously I listened to my team. <laughs> but yeah, it, like, The two it females was, yelling at you. Regardless <laughs> of what he was going to do, it wasn't ever an easy decision for him. Oh, yeah. It's like the, the, the inner t- turmoil of Roscoe was, like, all over the place. And he's just sitting there just... What do I do? You know, do I make myself out to be a bad guy and do what I think in the end might be better for the team to keep us safe or, you know, or we keep a lot of people, keep safe. a lot of yeah, people safe and, true. you know, put this poor person out of their misery. Cause I'm sure they don't enjoy turning back and forth and back and forth knowing mm-hmm. what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. So at that point in time, not knowing that, you know, the person was, you know, sentient and everything and, and could, you know, live on its own accord. That's what his, what his was thinking was. 
I know my recap was really mean, but it was just meant to be funny. You know, I'm pretty <laughs> used to being mean towards Roscoe these days. So. Aww. Aww. Now I can like the one, <laughs> the one thing that just surprised me, because I, I didn't think of that scenario mm-hmm. of like you guys going out. Like, I figured it would go down there, and like, oh no, here's the spiders, and now it looks like a young dragonborn. I figured you guys would just be like, no, we got to save it now. Mm. I it never crossed my mind. Just like my first thought was, oh, the spiders are gonna take care of our problem. Let's go. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. That was never my thought. It was always like, oh, great. Well, it's obviously a dragonborn now, but I wasn't there mm-hmm. to voice that. I was like, I hope if somebody really like helps rather than <laughs> hinders, because I can't do anything about it because of the other person stuck but, in the head. I mean, again, that's you know where Roscoe was was thinking about that whole thing, even there on the ledge and looking at it. He's like. He wanted to go and help, but he didn't know, you know, it was a far enough distance. He didn't know if he'd be able to get down there in time. He didn't know what would happen. Didn't want to put your team more at risk. Didn't want to put the team more at risk by throwing us all into, you know, half of us, because there's only half of us there, into a pit full of spiders to save somebody that could at any moment turn back into a war creature and... And your health was low. Eat my face off while I'm trying to kill a spider. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the the decision that Roscoe made was a very, 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 very difficult decision. But it was a decision that needed to be made at that moment mm-hmm. without a whole lot of conversation. And he was trying to solve all the problems as quickly as possible without endangering anybody else. Mm-hmm. See, and... It's so weird to me with you guys thinking this because me and Lila, this happens in the 53. Mm-hmm. But when we have that conversation, like Boudreaux has only seen it so far as like if, if, if you got bit and you got rabies. Like there's no going back. Mm-hmm. And you're, that's just how it is. Like, sorry. <laughs> like, you're going to hurt someone else in this state. So it was just, it's really interesting. Well, and I think that part of the reason why um, both Lila and Grotha had the reaction that they did is because Grotha is the outcast. Grotha has never been trusted, even as a small child. Like, she's always been lesser than or the one that's been looked down on. So she has, she understands that fear. She understands that, that need to be accepted or somebody to advocate for you. Which is, and then getting in there and, you know, Lila's having that conversation and stuff like that where nobody else did kind of cemented that, no, there's a person here. Mm-hmm. So, and then they were both able to draw that parallel between this child who had something done to them outside of their will towards themselves. Mm-hmm. So and that's where that argument came from. No, it was good. Yeah. Because Boudreaux just usually is like, well, kind of like Roscoe, like, I need to protect um, what's going on. And he doesn't have enough information to say that she's safe. Mm-hmm. Like, that was that was simply it. So No, that makes sense. And, like, for us, it was like everybody deserves a second chance. Everybody deserves to prove that they deserve to be here or to not – I guess they deserve to not be here before they're just assumed – that they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my d- fears about bring, bringing uh, Emery in here was that you guys were going to drag her along. 
Oh, really? oh, we. Were, I was definitely thinking about it. So I, I was. That, I was like, no, no, nope, we don't need a child. In this. <laughs> I thought about it. And we already then have I... a Boudreaux. <laughs> well, well, my <laughs> thing was like, we wouldn't bring Joanna. Why would I bring a child? <laughs> well, I w- at first I thought of like, oh, well, we could use her. She could turn into a were creature. Mm. It would be like Skyrim. We'd be so cool. <laughs> um, but then I thought about it, and I thought about some sort of a Albert situation we had, and I was like. <laughs> Mm. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. That was one of my things. And it's just like, if you guys would have made a good persuasive argument, how could I not let her go with you guys? Also, she has some mega HP. To be able to withstand Shatter and Roscoe's exploding arrow. That's true. Uh, bears have a lot. They do. I'm just saying, uh, that was a lot of HP. When they only get... Well, and... My my shot, my bursting arrow was minimum damage. Like, that was... Mm-hmm. Dang. <laughs> they have a lot of HP. And, as you guys can have already been told and everything, they're immune to normal damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just play, I just flavor it up that they still get hurt, but then you see them get healed instead of having, like, iron skin and be like, oh, no, I can't hit. Which is so cool. But they just mega heal. Mm-hmm. So it's as if nothing happened. So the shatter would have probably affected her more than Correct. The, the other stuff did, though. And the, the force damage, too. Mm-hmm. The piercing arrow, nothing. But the force damage and the shatter, yeah, that mm-hmm. definitely did, did some damage. But her falling down the, mm-hmm. the rubble hurt, because it all hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she was able to heal from it yeah. pretty quick. I also see that as like a hurt as like... Because she is a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know, granted, I don't know how old she is, but, like, I just imagine, like, one of my kids when they're, like, kind of hurt, but they're just playing it up more, almost <laughs> like, oh, this hurts. <laughs> well, this doesn't really hurt as much as I think it does. I'm just panicking at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Right. The initial shock of the yeah. hurt, and then you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, okay, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> but it sure hurt at the, at the beginning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you rolled for her, was there a chance she wasn't going to run? Or what was that? Uh, the role, if you can tell us, I'm trying to remember what role it was. There was multiple times. I feel like, I think there was the, the one role that I remember specifically is the one where Fenrir and Roscoe were going to get ready to, mm-hmm. to kill the kill, do the killing blow. Yeah. Okay. That she woke up and she tried to run away. Uh-huh. Now she rolled a natural one. Oh. Trying to get away. Yeah. And yeah. so she just stumbled and got tangled up in the webs. So she kind of restrained herself that if Roscoe and Fenrir really wanted to just put her out of her misery, I probably would have just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Because to have them just sit there and stab her, like, oh, however oh, long oh, it would take. That's not family friendly. That's not family friendly, nor necessarily realistic, right? Yeah. It's just like. Because she was just prone. She like, was prone. You could aim for the heart. Done. It did. Yeah. And that was a very high possibility, which would have made me sad because then I wouldn't be able to share the backstory of her. So that was one of my fears, too, when you guys started to be like, yeah, let's kill it. So (laughs) that's actually what my plan was, Uh was with the the glaive is to just go straight for the heart. Mm -hmm. But I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And we all thank you. Because I'm like, that just gets rid of like, this extra little s- story thread that I'm that I'm weaving into the were creatures. No, like, 
True. All the other rare creatures that we ran into are super vicious. Why this one's not? Which yeah. I have an answer for that, but we'll get to I'm that so excited later. for that answer. <laughs> I want to um, know. It's all part of the plan. I want to yeah. know. Can I just echo Evan's statement about everything he said about me and him, you know, using <laughs> using lethal force. Yeah. You know, just in the moment, it was like, and thinking back on like the reasoning, it's like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have, but it's like, it's going to affect, it's not just affecting us, it's going to affect other people. Like, yes, it's not changing now, but what's it going to do in the future? Like, yeah. And that's the so. kind of situations that I like putting in front of you guys is, are yeah, you willing to watching take, us squirm. <laughs> you're watching you guys squirm. Oh my gosh. Where do your moralities lie? In my deep dives, I talk about the positions I put you guys in and stuff and be like, where do you, I, I put this in front of so-and-so because I wanted to see where their morals lie. Are they willing to do a little dirty work or are they strictly going to stay good? You know, yeah. take the, the high road. And this one was turned out that way. I didn't expect it to turn out that way, but it was an interesting thing to, if push come to shove and something needed to happen to, like you said, protect everybody. Yeah. With the information that you had, this thing needed to die or it's going to spread. You guys are willing to make that call. You didn't know what the outcome was. You could have killed her. You were justified in your reaction. We're innocent. The end. You guys never would have known otherwise. Yeah. And so it, it shows me as the DM where you're willing to... Stop and go. Draw the line. Yeah. So it's good for me to see that as characters. Where's the line? Who's willing to step and be in, like Lila and Henley, to say no? Because when, you know, possibly a situation like this will happen. And it could be the other way of like, you didn't kill it, but now it, one of you's infected, you know? Yeah. Where is it? That brings up a, a good point, though, because like, like Abby said earlier, it was like the two girls, the two females in the group that were like, no. Yeah. Um, and the everybody else was like, yeah, let's do this. And then <laughs> do you think that it was more because of like that almost like maternal instinct taking over for a character? Or do you think it was just because of like, what was Hanley's rationale behind it other than just the, please help me? Help well, me. I think because she understood, it. like, because she could she could understand that she spoke draconic, mm -hmm. and then she said, please don't kill me. And, like, I just, it didn't make sense to kill her because she could speak. I think that sentience mm -hmm. and that... Henley had observed that she just only ever ran away. Well, and Henley's seen were creatures before. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And she knows that they they are mindless, ferocious monsters that just attack, 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 and kill and kill and kill. Rabies. <laughs> <laughs> Where Rabies. this creature yeah. fell off a ledge, broke its leg, and then limped away and then healed and then you know we just chased after it it never once lifted a paw against us so i think that had a hand in it too mm -hmm. and 
Because I'm a mom, I think the, the kid, you know, mm-hmm. the ch- definitely <laughs> helps. I, I don't know that. if that, like, led into it or not. Because, like, I mean, the rationale behind why my characters did what they did is 100% completely there. But the drive for Becky was like, it's a kid! <laughs> don't <Definitely>. hurt it! <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't use that against me later, David. <laughs> no, and... I just need to write something down. <laughs> <laughs> you got enough ammo. Stop. <laughs> no, and if Boudreaux was there too, I was like, especially because he can drink, he can drink draconic. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think he also would have, but because of the way it happened, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, have we gone over previously why why you have a fear or uh, you don't <laughs> like being? In enclosed spaces or maybe underground? Eh, I don't know. I think so. I feel like we did it in a post show or something. I don't know I if don't we did it in a post show. Because no. oh. the only time we've been underground in a situation like this is when you went after Henley. And yeah. But I think we, we might talked have talked about it, about it in the last post show. Because we I ended remember. here being scared. I think, I don't know if we touched anything I don't, on it, but I don't I think, think so. We so. That's kind of a. Well, all right. We'll wait. So here's for the next question. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we're going to save that for later to explain. Perfect. How was Emmy feeling about our group? Because we take her with us. Oh, boy. So, Mm -hmm. because we get a lot into Joanna. (laughs) But look, we have another person to ask questions about now. Yeah. And they're a minor. Please give us as much details as possible. She was definitely terrified. Mm -hmm. Right. She didn't know exactly what was going on. Having that calm, uh, mothery interaction that Lila did. You mm-hmm. know, hey, we're friends. Sorry for <laughs> for doing what we're doing, but um, it definitely helped out. But she really didn't know what was going on. The last time she, they ran into a person, that person killed her, her mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's she was kind of make you aware of anybody. Yeah, and so that's why she just ran. She's just like, if my mom couldn't handle one person even though that person changed could shapeshift there's no way i can handle seven mm-hmm. you know so she just mainly ran i think if it may have been different if there was less people but she knew that she could possibly get away yeah and kind of hoping as well it's just like ah there's some scary creature in here let's leave <laughs> you know yeah. everybody else would leave or just not chase it mm-hmm. so but being entered into the group and everything was definitely very hesitant for her. Yeah. Because. And then the whole long nose, <laughs> short nose. Oh, goodness. She really didn't know what to do about that. Here that I am. Favorite. I just almost, people were after me, shooting me, trying to kill me. Then I'm stuck in webs when I wake up. Somebody's standing on me with a glowing. <laughs> glaive somebody's talking to me then i go up there things are kind of calming down okay they're not so mad they're not so evil not evil but they're not trying to kill me now what the heck is this giant purple hand here <laughs> what's th- this dwarf's freaking out like she, she know no what a dwarf idea. is i she think does, she right? know what a yeah, dwarf okay. was <laughs> she eats him for breakfast nom, 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 nom. <laughs> you're funny <laughs> dwarf meal you definitely have to drain out a lot of the grease because they're really greasy when you cook them Boudreaux might not be, though. <laughs> Boudreaux's the greasiest one of them all. No, so no, Boudreaux's just note, full of flavor. So, on that note, is magic then looked 
do not a lot of people know that magic exists in this world? I would say like the common person has heard of magic, knows that people study it, but it's not really relevant in their lives. Okay. Kind of like they know it exists, but it's not. It's a very hard thing to come by. A lot of people, like the players, it comes natural to them. They have special abilities yeah, right. and stuff, but it's very far and in between. Okay. That like people can go throughout their whole lives and not see a like magic. Yeah, so like the magic people's like only five percent of the entire population. So it's crazy in the that cities, we have this much magic congested in one area. Mm. Right. So if you're for Glendale, for people in Glendale will probably never know hear of wizards, but they're only stories. They or they may know that there's some, but they're like, yeah, right. People mm. can do that. Yeah, right. But then you go to Dengal or Avalon, there's a wizard college. There's a bard college. Mm. So seeing those kind of magic tricks and stuff, you'd see more of, of that. That'd be more common. Oh, yeah. They're more wizard. higher class citizens anyway. Because they, they cost a lot. There's a lot of research to go into it. And it's also one of those things to become a wizard. You have to know a wizard, you know? <laughs> it's very political <laughs> that <you> way. <laughs> To have a kid that lives on a pig farm to be able to become a worldwide renowned wizard is super unheard of. But if you're a son of a wizard, you're most likely going to be a wizard. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or your uncle's a wizard or your aunt, your grandma. You buy your way into it, your golden. Exactly. Just money, to start money, money. from not knowing anybody, very <laughs> highly unlikely. Not impossible, but very unlikely. Like even bards the same way to get into bard college you have to know somebody or pay or an entry fee yeah I was gonna say, Zeb, does that mean fenrir's family's loaded because you went to a bard college bro the, the best got all the connections the best bard colleges when i know that you'll know that. <laughs> <laughs> i know that's something we're still hashing out <laughs> yeah it makes a good point though uh, we have fan theories. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you don't make your character, oh, we will. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. That's part we've of what already my one made, shot like, is. We've yeah. already made your, <laughs> all right. of your characters for all of your alter egos. What's so fine. <laughs> just keep going. It's all his other failed bard personas. Okay. <laughs> yes. Dude, so Fenrir, once again. Um, what were you going to do with the mage hand before Boudreaux? You know, like attacked it. Oh. <laughs> um, and what prank were you going to pull? Ooh. I was just going to try to like steal something off of whoever person that she told about. Oh, that would be mm. great. Um, just trying to sneak up behind them and take some off their belt or something like that and then give it to her to go give back to Lila at that oh. point because that's who she chose. Dude, how would you have reacted, Lila? Um, well, considering <laughs> that's how I met my last party and they died, probably not positively. <laughs> that's not how they died, but that's how I met my last partner in the dead. Somebody stole started. something off my belt and then everybody died. <laughs> and my rage doesn't know why. It's a bad <laughs> omen. No, that would have been funny though, and Suddenly it could have fed into person. something else. So <laughs> I'm an interesting. Which actually brings up a point that I have. Can I depict how big the mage hand is when I cast it? I would say so. So I can make it small or make it big depending on the situation? I think so. But in order to like, I would I would rule it as if you wanted to lift something like 10 pounds, the hand has to be able to reach, you know, grab it, 
right and lift it up it'd have okay. to be big enough to pick some that however big it is okay you know if it's a piece of lead a 10 pound lead it could be a smaller hand but if you're trying to pick up a 10 10 pound block block cinder block cinder block it'd be a little bigger it'd have to be a little you know. bigger uh, okay. I think it would depend on that situation. Okay, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zeb, what was your um, reaction? Because I wasn't really watching you for a reaction, which is weird. When I cast my minor illusion on top of your mage hand. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bernie. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I thought it was clever. I was like, waiting for a top hat. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my top gosh. Hat. Definitely not necessarily something that. He expected, but... I've been working on it, so you know. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, now he now he kind of knows who knows what his mage hand looks like. <laughs> I know what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, obviously that's a long and short nose over here. Don't know who it's attached to. <laughs> <laughs> now or disattached to. Disattached. Uh, David, what was your reaction to the whole bringing in a short nose? Short nose? I didn't expect it, of course. <laughs> I was just like, we I don't thought, expect a lot of things. Because <laughs> I thought Fenrir was going to come clean. Because I, I think I remember um, in a previous episode that Fenrir did kind of come clean. He Boudreaux, Boudreaux, it was me, it was me. Oh, but knowing Boudreaux, probably, probably yeah. plum done Whoop. forgot about it. Because <laughs> uh, I did. <laughs> I did not remember that. But uh, then. Fender, I thought he was going to confess, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, we had our fun. Boudreaux was me, just relax. I was like, okay. I was getting ready to move on. So my mindset was already shifting gears to continue on the story. And then he's like, hey, it was short nose. And I was like, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's... Another fantasy mm-hmm. creature that I have to come up with. <laughs> Not necessarily. Not necessarily, but... No, like, honestly, I was going to come clean. And then... I think, Becky, you said something probably meant for underneath your breath. Oh, probably. About okay. something like, some, something along the lines of don't come clean. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it or don't something do like it. that. That was, and I was like, said. So I, pa- and yeah, so I'm like, okay, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just, and then I was like, okay, I got to mix them up on the spot. <laughs> so that's because Short I house. love these, this bit. This Like when I'm re-listening to this stuff, these are my favorite parts. <laughs> like that whole crazy Everything's happening at once. Situations, I love it. It's so hard for me to juggle because it's like <laughs> ah, ah, this happens and ah. But when you're listening to it, it's great. You're like, oh my gosh, this is so funny. Can, can you imagine like what what you would do in these type of situations? You were just in a super tense situation, and now you've got to figure out a way to relax. Yeah. And get out of it. How are you going to do that? This is hilarious. And then Roscoe adds his little dude in there. Oh my God. <laughs> Love that. The that trifecta was... of bad juju. I was like, yeah. I feel like Boudreaux was starting to get suspicious until that happened. <laughs> she was like, nope, it's real. It's definitely real. <laughs> the blue potato has spoken. <laughs> now they're all intermediate, but why? Well, and then you Detective just Boudreaux go to on the your. Case. <laughs> you crawdad crab crawl. <laughs> Crawdads do not do that. It's a crab. I don't know if you've seen a crawdad. They're like, like a shrimp. shrimp. Yeah, they, they don't do that. But I, They crawl that way. They cra- crab crawl to your sleeping bag and just start to pray. <laughs> I know it shouldn't have been hilarious, but it was hilarious. Went back to the bag and then it's like, I need my spoon. 
crab crawled uh, crab all crawled the way to the spoon, the spoon. And then back to the bag, staring at that triangle the whole time. <laughs> you guys are horrible. <laughs> horrible. It was so hard for Lila to not be like, Pudro, it's going to be okay. I'm like, man, I'm so glad that Garoth is in charge right now. Dude, yes. Speaking of speaking, <laughs> um, Henley, you comforted Roscoe. How did Henley and Roscoe feel about Henley trying to make Roscoe feel better? Interpret. Go. Okay. <laughs> well, Henley was just trying to comfort him because he comforted or attempted to comfort Henley um, in the bedroom. And it did make her feel better. So she was just trying to be a good friend like Roscoe. Like, that none of us were, well, at least Henley wasn't mad at him, like, just trying to stop the situation. She's just trying to repay a good deed. <laughs> well, Lila got involved with that, too, which I thought was very interesting to have the two people that Roscoe has helped in the past to kind of feel better about themselves, some kind of comfort, or at least some kind of support, mm -hmm. that they were both there to help mm -hmm. him as well. Also, really quick, change the subject before we go to Roscoe's feelings there. So Boudreaux is afraid of long nose, a blue potato, caves, and you hate rosemary. Yep. And? And now <laughs> short nose so now? It's so random. Nope. <laughs> I love it. Huh? We what? know so many things about Boudreaux. Rosemary works against long nose. It helps protect you against long nose. Mm -hmm. He just doesn't like it. He just doesn't like it. He still carries it around with him. Yeah. So, and also, I have exactly. to say, Elsie hates rosemary. That's why Boudreaux does. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to remember that way. <laughs> Make your character your character. <laughs> yeah. But how is Roscoe feeling about his two comrades trying to comfort him? I mean, it was nice to know that they cared and stuff, and that they maybe showed a little bit more of their relationship as more, more than just party members but you know friends and stuff so it's nice to know that the the door swings both ways and that sort of scenario mm. saloon doors that yeah, makes sense yeah. well and um we didn't yeah. say it while we were recording but i told abby that i was like i was really happy that she'd said something because if she hadn't said something i was going to say something anyways so it was nice to have that like you said from the both sides well and i really so gonna go back a little bit i really like how the Minds of the players are now, you know, thinking alike. Henley uh, thought about comforting Roscoe. Lila was on the same page. Let's comfort Roscoe. But also, going back to that were-creature, Fenrir was like, yeah, let's kill the thing, and Roscoe was right there, too. Yeah, let's let's put it out of his ministry. There's Boys versus girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of. But it's, it's fun to see that the players' minds and stuff, they're starting to think alike. They're starting to get on the same page without talking or discussing. Hey, why don't we? Why don't we work and help Roscoe? Or why don't you know? There's none of that open discussion, talking. Things are just working now. That's because we've done this for two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that cohesiveness, which I really enjoy. That it just happens. Things are working. These are things. People are on the same page without much discussion. Mm -hmm. I'm really enjoying that as a DM. Yeah. Because it helps me create the story, too. Yeah. How 
was um, the daughter, Emery, Emery. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling during Boudreaux telling Lila about the dad, slash when we told her. Had that she? was so awkward. And when we get there, Lila, how did you feel when it was told? <laughs> she was super worried mm-hmm. because, like I said, her dad hasn't come visit her for a while. She was all alone. She didn't, and she didn't dare like leave the cave because it's like this is where he found us last. I don't want to miss him. Like if you're lost, stay put. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's just been doing some little hunting around, then finding out the dead. Then later on, after the discussion. So she was super worried about the conversation because she knew you knew something, but you weren't telling her. So her mind went to the worst situation. He's dead. Makes sense, yeah. He's dead. That's why he's being so not telling me. Yeah. But then when Lila came over and said, hey, you know, this... It was Garatha. Yeah, Garatha, thank you. Garatha said, hey, this is what's happening with your dad. And she's just like, well, it worked for me. I got to go do the same thing for him. Mm-hmm. You know, she was all gung ho, ready to go. And even if you guys would have convinced her to stay, like Fender mentions later, she'd have gone anyways. Mm-hmm. But it probably would have been more dangerous for her because she would have just been wandering. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to tell us, but what was the thing following us? I don't think you can tell us. Nope, I can't tell you. Dang it. <laughs> Did it have a green eye? No, it did okay. not. <laughs> it's a one-eyed, one-horn. Flying purple, purple people eater. People <laughs> Good thing I'm not purple. <laughs> but you know, some dragon Somebody born purple are. strange to me. What? <laughs> what just happened? Huh? You, you sure look strange to him. That's <gasps> <saying>. <gasps> oh, and Oscar Piana. <laughs> Rotten and then Slicky Ricky. Oh, Ricardo. Oscar was Ooh. the guy we captured at the very first, we right? Saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were like, okay. we saved so, him. But hold on. We, hmm, we don't actually know what side he's playing on right now. <laughs> Just because he's back there. You're being so hopeful. <laughs> well, no, okay. But, okay. We told him to go home. They oh, didn't let him yet. Belrin also said it'd be nice to have an inside for- informant on mm. it. Yeah, but I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> Because they came back in. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. but didn't didn't you say in like last session, recording session, when we were getting the scoop on the hollow that it was shortly after that we left that all the bandits came in, and when they came in, they scooped up Oscar? Yes, they did. So for it. all we know, Oscar's just trying to stay alive at this point. I mean, yeah. That's fair. But he was going to give you all the information you needed right. just to And survive. so now suddenly he's being scooped up by these guys. He's like... I gotta play cool. I gotta play cool, or they're gonna kill me. You know. <laughs> Whereas, you know, Slicky Ricky's just a two-timing bit. <laughs> wait, wait, a two-timing Ooh. what? A tool. Bit. Oh, bit. Oh, that's a good word. I like that word. Yeah. Who would always scam peach meat off of you, bro? No more peach meat for him. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Cut off. We are going to give him some peach mead, mm. and Boudreaux's going to put the final taste into it. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, I like that wink. <laughs> I got you. Um, Poison. <laughs> if you didn't know, if you didn't catch that. <laughs> no, it's Ricky's those poison. Those nutty hits? Yeah, those were poisonous mushrooms. That was a really fun <laughs> thing to throw in there, to have Roscoe be in there. 
And then, of course, doing the little... I was hoping somebody would be... Instead of going in guns a-blazing, I was hoping somebody would be able to sneak close enough to listen to a conversation or two. Mm. I know. It was my first successful sneak without I'm having... I'm also <laughs> super glad that Henley did not go in the cave. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny when Henley's like, I wonder if I should. I'm thinking, and just all four of your guys' heads went, no. <laughs> just... I wish I'd have got, there was almost simultaneously that everybody was like, listen to her and they all shook their head at the same time. No. I think most of us expected when she went down there for if that opportunity to open up for her to do it. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Like, and she'd be dead. Well, especially when the guards went in without more guards coming out, they're like, ah, we're bored. We don't want to stand here anymore. Let's go inside and go find our next yeah, yeah, and I was I, I Roscoe or Evan was kind of hoping. I guess Roscoe wouldn't know yet that um, at that point Henley came back mm-hmm. because then possibly we could have gotten down outside the cave fast enough mm. to surprise the next two guards as they came out. That was my master plan. Mm. That would have been an interesting plan because they would have provoked an opportunity attack from Roscoe, and then it could have hit him, <laughs> and then hit him again, and then hit him again. <laughs> oh, we still have time, right? Well, no, I mean, they're outside know. the cave now. <laughs> oh, yeah. The The idea of you guys, like, going in that night, like, it's like, we got the information, let's go in. I thought that was, took me by surprise. I was just like, okay. Did you expect us to night. sleep on it? I expected you guys to maybe I, wait in the morning. Yeah, I thought so, well, too, because we haven't rested. You guys are pretty tired. Just hiked See, all day. Roscoe's got a plan, so it's okay. okay. Mm. Where are we going to sleep in the cave? I don't know, but I wasn't thinking inside the cave. Behind yeah. the metal door. <laughs> if we can find it. <laughs> There's some people here that like may guards. know what it is. Uh, I said my piece in the podcast as to why we should do it at night, and it was very convincing, obviously, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, so when I said it, that Becky was kind of like giving me a look, and I was like, "Ah, uh-huh, ah." Uh-huh. <laughs> That's because I'm so easy to read anymore, David. <laughs> How to work on it? Yep. Okay. <sighs> That's all I had. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we're gonna end class. <laughs> is gonna be done in like five minutes. I'll let you go early. <laughs> um. <laughs> 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 See, I'm a good teacher. <laughs> you all don't pass except for uh, Fenrir. Fenrir, yeah. I think it's a little Teacher's biased. Pet. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so to close out. Thanks oh. for supporting us on Ko-Fi. Yay! Oh, yeah. We really appreciate it. We love you. It makes this stuff easier to do when we get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, just being honest. Wrong, but like stab, 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 stab. <laughs> no, we really do because it helps us do future things like this. Like yeah. it helps us go to conventions. Go to conventions. It helps pay us for maintain equipment. our equipment. Uh huh. Because I might need a new mic arm. <laughs> <laughs> well, and just we've had to record it, uh, replace a couple cords, so that helps us keep moving, keep functioning. So we really appreciate the support that you guys have given us. All right. To my nose, Becky. To my left ear, Evan. To my shoulder, Abby. And to my eyebrow, Zeb. To my left eyebrow, 
Dave. And I'm Elsie. I was your host. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.